Welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime ebony and ivory. Living oh. together in perfect harmony. Yes. Side by side. Uh, that's all I got. That's okay. It, it gets us there. That's, that's what we need. The song, <laughs> the song is almost 40 years old. I can, I can just know the verse. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, what reference do you bring that isn't 40 years old? You know what? It's all you've got. That's fair. <laughs> That's a fair criticism. <laughs> Today I am also joined by someone who's uh, very close to me in my life. It's my big brother, Tate. Hello. Hello. I'm Welcome. So physically close right now. Yeah. Proximity. <laughs> uh, he, he's joining us because... Uh, as of recording, tomorrow is his birthday. Oh, oh. happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So since it was my pick this weekend, I thought it would be nice to have him on to talk about his favorite anime, I guess. Oh. Carol and Tuesday. <laughs> I suppose. It's also the anime I have watched the most of. <laughs> So by default, <laughs> it's your default favorite. It is my favorite. I was about to say, that sounded very loaded. So uh, what is your anime history? Uh, I turned on My Hero Academia the other day. Yeah. Watched two episodes. I think I've That's only perfect. ever gotten through two episodes of most animes I've turned on. So well, can you, can you I mean, we're about on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carol and Tuesday sucked me right in. Oh. It might be because the songs are in English, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very catchy. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is a show that. Uh, what year did it come out? I know it's fairly recently. I think last, last year. year. Both parts. Gotcha. Yeah. So 2019. This is one that uh, made a splash, both good and bad, when it was released. So mm-hmm. we can oh. sort of talk about that. Brendan, Dana, I know uh, you both have seen this. Uh, how did you find this show? I really liked it. I binged it. I binged the first part last week. I didn't know that it had controversy. Yeah, there's a bit. It's it's not like a ton. Like, um, uh, what's something uncomfortable to bring up right now? Uh, I don't know. Just mm. anything. A- a- um, everything. You know, yeah. The controversy around it's not horrendous. It's not like the creator of the show murdered somebody. So it's not the worst. It's not mm. Ronnie Kenshin. <gasps> Rip. Um, uh, the controversy, of course, is casting a, uh, white English voice actor to play the black lead. Yes, of course. I actually, yes. I know about that one. I have a... She's not very good either. Hot takes. Take coming in with the scathing remarks. Well, coloring our view before we even watch. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> no, it. you're good. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, this is something I, someone who had not seen the show, heard about. So I was like, oh, okay. It was uh, uh, oh, made aware to me right off the bat. So, uh, mm. but yeah, uh, before we can dive into that later. Yeah. Um, but I personally, the show, I heard about it from that and just... It's the cute busking anime, basically. <laughs> and that's busking? all I know about it. What's yeah. Busking. It's, uh, you know, like playing, like playing instruments. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I've been on the internet too long. I thought it was a fetish thing. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's it been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Brendan, I have not seen the show yet. I'm, I'm afraid that that's the first thing your mind went to. I mean, like, I have seen the show, so I should have known it wasn't that. But, like, <laughs> I just, I haven't seen the sun in, like, two weeks, and it's getting to me, finally. <laughs> so, uh, finally. We've been in lockdown for three months, but uh, <laughs> it's just now getting to me. Um, no, yeah, I've seen this. Um, I followed it uh, back before its creation because the creator of it also created Cowboy Bebop. And yeah, and Space Dandy and all those things. Yeah, but it's loosely connected to the Cowboy Bebop universe. Yeah. So uh, I knew about it and watched it right when it came out. And it does that thing where it was released initially and it was just one season. But then in dubbing, since it took longer, they broke the one season up into two seasons. So oh. There's a few animes that have done that, like Little Witch Academia and stuff, where I guess the dubbing needed more time. So they're like, hey, let's release these 12 and that'll give us to finish the other 12. Got so. it. Hmm. But it also, it works, like, great with the pacing. Like, watching the whole series or whole season, like, they find it works well in two parts. So, yeah, you wouldn't even I agree. It. The um, second part is very distinct. Yeah, they're very two distinct, like, arcs of the characters and stuff. And it works very well. So, I enjoy it. I'm already going in with a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, shall we yeah, get so to Yeah, so I it? actually... Oh. Yeah, I actually picked specific episodes... So Ooh, we're going to watch, yeah, we're going to watch episodes one, six, and seven. Who needs you two and three? You're worthless. You're garbage. Get out of no here. No context. No context <laughs> necessary. There's a carol. There's busted. a Tuesday. That's all you need to know. We're going <laughs> in. <laughs> That's it. Finally, I've collected all seven Dragon Balls. Now to make my wish. Shenlong, come forth! What is your wish? I wish that there is a podcast that combined Dragon Ball with improv comedy. That is beyond the scope of my power. Yeah, I figured. Because this podcast you seek already exists. What? But I'll let these two hosts... Explain more. Thank you for the introduction, Shenlong. We're Kame House Party. I am Aaron. I'm Vince. And we are the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the universe. We go through every iteration of the Dragon Ball franchise, episode by episode. We've covered the original run of Dragon Ball, and we just started Dragon Ball Z. But don't worry, you don't have to start from the beginning, because each week we do a one-minute roundup where we summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far. New episodes come out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode just dropped. My wish has been granted. (laughs) I don't know if I've 
ever said this before, mm-hmm. but I wish I watched this subbed. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Well, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it dubbed for the for the first time for this and I uh did not enjoy it as much. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I I'm glad that that is common cuz I uh, I couldn't tell if I didn't like it because of the cast or not, but mm. ugh, I wasn't too hot on this. I'll just say it right off the bat. I'm sorry, birthday boy, to shit on your favorite <laughs> show. But... It's wow. my birthday. Wow. Here's your gift. <laughs> Fuck you. You're bad. <laughs> you got bad anime taste. Let's, let's talk about Avatar instead. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I love you. I don't ever get to say this to someone on the air, but I love you and your show is valid and I believe in you. You're going to do great things, but I just don't like this anime. <laughs> Wait, how come okay. you never say this to me? <laughs> you haven't because earned it yet. Tate is special. I'm the birthday boy. He's the, well, we've done this to Brendan on his birthday. Oh, <laughs> What, hated his anime? Yeah. He got the Digimon movie. I like the Digimon movie. Yeah! We oh, <laughs> podcast canceled. We're done. I mean, I only Goodbye. saw it once when I was a child, but yeah, I it was it fun. I'll and that's it. the only time you should see it. I mean, it was made for me, so. <laughs> Keep it pristine. You got yeah. those digital monsters. <laughs> I'm surprised, though, because... Um, at least Cowboy Bebop is renowned as one of like the ones that are better dubbed because there is this uh, notion on the internet, particularly of like subs are better than dubs, and there's whole this war, and we've talked about it before. Um, but I think even the creator said the dub for Cowboy Bebop he liked more than the original sub. Um, so I'm not sure if they'd use the same studio, so at least the same creative team. Well, we know show. what studio dubbed this. Yeah, I watched it initially dubbed back when it came out, and um, I watched episode six this time subbed. So um, it was a little shocking to me, but I didn't I didn't have as much of a hangup. But maybe it's because I watched it dubbed the first time, so I'm already locked in on that one. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, shall we get into it? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we start off with episode one as is tradition, and uh, we get like a little. Uh, narration in the beginning with just a lot of glitter and like gold ceiling and stuff talking about the seven minute miracle that happened on mars we're already on mars lock in it's gonna be quick we've made it <laughs> that this is already so much more information about this show than i had and it it threw me i'll, I'll be honest I remember when Tate told me... There's a full-on city. It really doesn't play a part, though. This could be any major city in a, like in the on Earth. And it'd be like, no, yeah, this Mars. Mars. <laughs> which, Mars. Which is kind of why it didn't work for me. I was like, <laughs> you're on Mars. You can do some cool shit. But, you, okay, don't. Yeah. All right, that's fine. There's robots and stuff. Yeah, they do yeah. cool shit, but it could have just been the future. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It could have been the same year on Earth, and it would have made sense. Except Earth is a dystopian future. Anyway, and we cut to uh, Tuesday, sneaking out of her house. She's blonde, got fancy dress, real rich girl. And she's sneaking out with her guitar and her robot suitcase. It's the future. Everything's a robot. Except for the guitar. Mm-hmm. And the person. <laughs> and people. Uh, she's running away and doesn't have a clear idea how. She's very rich and hasn't run away before. <laughs> And we see she barely gets on the train right before it leaves. And she's sneaking around. I guess she either didn't buy a ticket or just wants to get away from people. So she sneaks into, like, the livestock cart. And is just sitting there, like, with a bunch of goats on the train cart. I think she does that by accident. It's not that important. 
but I think she ends up there by accident. Okay, yeah, it's not clear. Like, just to show how naive she is. Like, she doesn't even know how to navigate a train on her own. Gotcha. Chauffeur. Why doesn't she leave the goat cart? <laughs> Why would you? She... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, goats are rad. They have freaky I eyes. So. <laughs> it might be smelly in there, though. Eh, it's March. It's smelly anywhere. They're Martians. Ugh. I don't, uh, know <laughs> I don't know shit. Uh, so she says so she's writing in her journal that she wants to be a real musician. She wants to get out there in the world. And uh, then we cut to Carol, and she's being woken up by her little owl alarm clock robot. And we see her running off and grab her unicycle skateboard. It's like a skateboard, but it's got one big wheel in the center, and she bounces on the sides of it. <laughs> I know someone who uh, rides one of those now in the year 2020, and uh, yeah. they rule. <laughs> those two exist. <laughs> it's bizarre, yeah. And uh, we see her skating around, and it takes place in Alba City. It doesn't matter. I Mars. just wrote that down for somewhere. Mars. <laughs> and uh, we see her skating around, and uh, she skates by a fruit stand and stops a kid from uh, stealing some of the produce. A little street Narc. rat. Snitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this genuinely made me mad. <laughs> I was already like, wow, fuck this. Because in two breaths, she says, uh, get a job and pay for it next time. And then the next sentence she says is, oh, it's so hard living on Mars. You really got to look out for yourself and do what you can to survive. <laughs> it's like, well, that kid was trying to get breakfast and you took it away from him. What the fuck are Stay you doing? Stay out of his business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck off. This also seems like the first of a couple things that don't uh, come back into the story. Like, who's this kid? <laughs> Why yeah. does she care about him? <laughs> yeah, she says it. She says it in a way that's like, hey, get a job, champ. But like, she doesn't know who he is. Yeah. What so, other? To a stranger, it's like, I don't care what your situation is, you're stealing and that's wrong. <laughs> I kind of saw it as like world building without like devoting a full scene to it. That'll never yeah. happen in the future. It was like, she knows who this kid is. She knows the local community and she knows he doesn't need this fruit. He's just stealing it because he's being a little shit, which I know plenty of people who've just stolen shit to be little shits. So it's debatable because it's so quick and like just skims right past. So like, yeah, for interpretation. Yeah. Um, and we see her uh, skateboarding to work. We see Tuesday arriving in the city uh, at the same time, being awestruck by it as Carol's arriving to work at like a burger place. And uh, we see her see her dealing with a bunch of shitty customers. You know, one guy saying like, "Oh, I you know I demand this," or like, "Oh, why aren't you coming to me with a smile and all happy?" And then another guy who's just a sleazeball who's like hitting on her. And it's just like, ugh, people suck. That's the problem when you name your restaurant BJ Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you get the when horny you're right, you're right. She's like, that. It, this isn't that kind of place. And it, I wanted the guy to be like, uh, oh, uh, I, sorry, I truly <laughs> thought this business was for that based on the name. Yeah, just pointing to like the, the big sign out front. You're like, ah, isn't it? You literally have BJ written on your chest right now. <laughs> <laughs> there is bj's brewery that is a real restaurant in the real world <laughs> we've all gone to dick sporting goods with the wrong idea a few too many times right i don't know huh? if, i don't know if we all have what no oh uh, -oh. uh and we see uh, carol go back and she's just covering the burgers in this like yellow sauce i'm guessing it's like either like horse, super powerful horseradish or super spicy sauce um and then she gives it to the customers and we see them both freaking out when they bite into it and uh, at the same time, we see Tuesday walking around the city being an awestruck still, and someone steals her robot. 
her little suitcase ro- rolly boy. So uh, she's shit out of luck right away. She still has her guitar, though. Still got the guitar. Yes. And that's what matters. <laughs> you can't eat a guitar. So she's in trouble. <laughs> you can if you try hard enough. You can eat anything once. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of fiber. <laughs> a lot of pulp. <laughs> oh, God, the strings. Anyway, uh, while she's Ooh. in the city, we see like a big advertisement behind her of a girl in a big costume selling durian juice. Because God knows everyone loves that stinky, spiky fruit and wants that juice inside. And uh, the camera cuts away from Tuesday on the street to the studio where they're recording that commercial. It seems to be like a live commercial. And uh, it was Angela recording the commercial. And she's a star. A question mark at this point? A star. And (laughs) we see her... uh, TM. (laughs) TM. We see her get mad and storm off set once the commercial's done and, like, get out of the costume and throw it at her manager, being like, why the hell are you booking me for these dumb commercials? I don't want it anymore. He's like, well, you got another one this afternoon. She's like, cool, you're fired. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's so, this person. Yeah, diva. And uh, so it cuts away and we see uh, Carol also getting fired, just a position there. And uh, she says, like, oh, got fired from another part-time job. Shoot, sucks. Well, I'm going to go on this bridge and just play my keyboard a bit. So, Carol, why don't you just make money? <laughs> you can just print your own <laughs> money. Uh, so we see her just set up a keyboard up on a bridge, and uh, she starts playing a bit and starts humming along to like a little a little melody in her head. And um, at the same time, we see Tuesday walking around, like her stomach's growling, being like, ah, maybe I should just go back. No, I can't go back. Fuck that. I ain't going back. I ain't sending me back. Did 12 years of it in Azkaban. And she's walking on the same bridge, and she crosses paths with Tuesday, or no, with Carol. This is Tuesday. Cross paths with Carol. And uh, she uh, hears Carol humming her song, and Tuesday just starts bawling immediately. And she just starts... Relatable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The second she hears it, just crying. Um, And as uh, she's talking to Carol, she's like, oh, I just, as soon as I heard the song, I started thinking, like, it sounds so lonely, like you're trying to find yourself, but you're also trying to find someone else you can relate to, and just starts, like, vomiting all of her feelings out the second she comes in contact with another human being. And uh, Carol's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's pretty right. It's kind of wow. I'm, no one's got <laughs> you before. get a job and make money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we see a, a cop shows up, and he's like, hey, you can't play here. This isn't, like, a public venue. And they run off trying to escape him. And as they're running off, they introduce themselves. To each other, uh, and then we get the commercial bumper. I love that anytime Tuesday introduces herself to someone, they're like, "Were you born on a Tuesday?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Why? What? What do you? What? I have no idea. My mom <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I remember doing that for my name in like elementary school or something. Like, why were you named this? Like, I don't know. Why did your parents pick this name? I don't know. Was it special? <laughs> I don't know. Was anyone in your family named this? No. And she's like. <laughs> I was zero at the time. (laughs) I don't know. You're going to have to forgive me. I wasn't conscious yet. (laughs) Um, So we come back from like the commercial bumper and it's, uh, we're looking at Angela leaving, I guess the studio or a venue or something. And she's getting into a car and there's just a bunch of fans outside. And uh, I noticed a very particular fan with red hair and uh, two buns. Hmm. I noticed that this time too. Yeah. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. She's there. She'll be a character She's in the crowd. Who? Her, her, 
Her new manager. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> I have a feeling Dugan's going to watch this one. We don't want to spoil too much. What? Okay. <laughs> and in the car, we see Angela in the backseat talking with her mom. And her mom's basically saying, like, you can't keep firing managers. If you keep pulling this kind of shit, I'm just going to get you an AI manager and they'll deal with you. Uh, and Angela's like, I know, but, like, the dude sucks. I'll try to be better, but, you know, these managers suck. So then we cut to uh, Tuesday's house and we see her brother. Carol's house. I did that a lot, actually. I no, would confuse their names. This is Tuesday's house. Oh, right. Her brother. Sorry, but I did confuse their names a lot when I first watched this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her brother found her note from when she like ran away and was reading it out to her mom, who's a big wig politician, <laughs> and uh, too busy for her family. And um, he's reading out the note, and her mom's basically like, why'd she run away? She's got all this shit here. She's got like a perfect life. What's her deal? Anyway, I'm going back to work. See ya, second child. <laughs> it's like, oh. See ya, Mike. It's Toby. <laughs> ah, that's fine. Like, Close enough. <laughs> One of the first child? <laughs> he, yeah, he is. <laughs> she probably doesn't even remember. Yeah. Spencer Seven. By Harvard. What? Huh? What's his name? By Harvard. <laughs> Spencer Seven. He just had a really early growth spurt. He's just really <laughs> tall. Um, so he reads the note, and her mom's basically just like, all right, whatever, back to work. And it's like, cool. And uh, then we cut back to Angela and her mom. Uh, they go to this, like, tech lab with like a lot of holograms floating around and stuff and it's real fancy and futuristic and we find out her mom's name is Dahlia and they go to meet Mr. Tao. He's going to be her new manager and it turns out he is in charge of or at least works for a studio that up till this point has always worked with AI uh, singers and like vocaloids AI vo- basically. <laughs> um, so all their talent they've had has been manufactured um, not like the current music industry. And um, <laughs> it was all artificial intelligence that were singing the songs they did. So they're doing well enough. But he's like, you know what? We're going to change this up and we're going to have a human. He's like, but because you're the first you know, real person we're having singing, you're going to have to follow everything I say. Like, you got to be willing to be my puppet and just go along with everything I do because it's very calculated and planned out and there's a reason we're doing it. So, uh, and sh- Angela says, like, you know what? If you can get me out of this child actor slash model pigeonhole I've been put in, I'll do whatever you want. If you can make me a new career as a singer, I'll go along with it. So, um, and then we see uh, Carol and Tuesday back at Carol's place. And Tuesday meets Jiggy, the little robot owl. Okay, I have um, something to say about this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hot <laughs> so, take part two. So, in, like, I wouldn't, it's just weird. In... The Japanese, like, with subtitles, his name is Ziggy, with a Z. And, like, huh. they I mean, in Japanese, it's, like, Ziggy, so, like, I get it, but, but but it changes the, like... This is a music show, and Ziggy is a reference to David Bowie. Uh, that's what I immediately mm-hmm. thought when I heard it yeah. was Ziggy. Yeah. And Jiggy is, like, Nothing. oh, I guess, <laughs> like, like get getting Jiggy with it. With it. Works, <laughs> but, like... but Ziggy is a more, like... It's, I wouldn't say it's a more profound reference to music, but it's it's a more, like, obvious, like, oh, Ziggy Stardust, you yeah. know. Then Will Smith's getting jiggy with it from 2001. Are you out it of your really mind? Is, Everyone's favorite song. Yeah, it really inspired Carol. Well, after his presidency in the uh, 2080s, uh, <laughs> things really took off for him again. After he spearheaded the migration to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> he went back to his home planet. 
<laughs> oh god he uh, says, that's goodbye to earth <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was just a weird thing that i was like jiggy excuse me what yeah that's a weird uh localization uh choice yeah interesting mm-hmm. um yeah i watched have the... several of those <laughs> I, there's, yeah. yeah there's another one we'll talk about yeah. okay <laughs> i only watched six with the sub so i missed most of these then Oh, um, yes. Six is the one. <laughs> oh, okay. I, maybe I'm just dumb. Uh, so no. we find well. out. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. In other ways. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Carol asked Tuesday, she's like, oh, so why'd you run away? She's like, oh, how'd you know I run away? She's like, it's very obvious. You're wearing a Castilian dress and have nothing but a guitar. I, I can't imagine you chose this. Um, and Carol uh, ask like oh you play the gibson like that's kind of legit so like you gotta have some money or you got it from somebody tuesday said she was scared uh she's never performed in front of anyone so she wants to like get out there and like perform and like be better and get become a real musician in her eyes and then uh we cut to some drunk asshole at a bar complaining about the music that's playing there and uh the bartender to be fair that the music wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great, but it doesn't make him any less of an asshole or drunk. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> and the bartender comes out, um, and he's like, ah, change the music. And the bartender's like, ah, oh, Gus, my friend, you know, your name is Gus. Very, uh, as you know, Dave. Um, and uh, saying, like, you've been out of the music industry for far too long to, for you to justify complaining about any music played anywhere. And then uh, Gus like goes to, like, either showboat or swing at him or something and it just falls over because he's super drunk and then we go back to uh tuesday talking about how stressed she was at home and how she heard the song true colors and it inspired her to get out there and like you know, be, become a musician and uh, true colors is also the name of the episode and then mm-hmm. carol reveals that she grew up in a refugee camp and uh, her parents like abandoned her there so she's you know never had to run away from a home because she never had one and one time, sad. A, a singer came to it the is. camp, and the singer inspired her so much that she also wanted to become a musician, and that's when she started playing piano, or a keyboard. And then we see Tuesday pulls out her journal, saying, like, oh, after I heard you humming that melody, I came up with all these lyrics, like, just from hearing you. Um, <clears throat> maybe we can try and, like, work together with some of these lyrics and make a real song out of that melody you're singing. <clears throat> Excuse me, this show gets me so choked up and emotional. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, so they start singing and playing together. Uh, afterwards, they climb up on the rooftop. Cheek. And we get a grand, <laughs> grand scenic shot of the city and all the lights. And it's so pretty, even though they're down in the slums and on a rooftop and living in a warehouse, essentially. <laughs> and uh, they finish the song. And they're like, well, since we finished the song, might as well get a social media presence. I got an Instagram. And it actually says Instagram. It's not like Instagram. Yeah, they say real things in this show. Yeah. Product Old of you baby. to assume a company is going to last that long. <laughs> in hundreds of years in the future. That's a good point. Special Facebook social media. Is eternal. It, this did have me wondering, though, because it is real instruments. And I was thinking the same thing with Given when we watched that. If product placement is easier in an animated show, if it's harder, if it actually helps with the budget as much on, as a real show, or if animation's more expensive, it doesn't do much, but it helps with, like, I don't recognition. Know. Like, it had me started asking those questions, because you don't see product placement in specifically in animation a ton. So Yeah. I was trying to figure that out with the Gibson logo on her guitar case, because in the first episode, when she's, like, getting on the train, she's 
like it looks like it's added in post for the localization like that's the style of it didn't look like connected with the case if that makes sense well i when i watched so when i watched this i watched like all of it subbed um like last week Mm -hmm. um and it's a it's a gibson hummingbird like they say that gotcha is the uh like english gibson logo on the case though do you remember i'm pretty sure okay because it looked like one of those, like, uh, we changed all the signs uh, to be in English so you can see it, sort of. It looked like that level of animation over it. it I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it might have been, like, because they want the specific name, like, the logo, they might have just drawn everything without the actual brand names and then, like, photoshopped them in later so they can get the actual one instead of having an artist redraw it and maybe being slightly off. Yeah, that could Maybe. Be. That's what I'm going with. Because yeah. I'm already <laughs> going too long with this recap. Um... And Tuesday says, like, oh, don't laugh, but after hearing you, I realized I wanted to pursue music further with you. And Carol immediately laughs at her and says, oh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and then we have, like, a panning shot of the sky, and then we hear a voiceover from the beginning. Turns out it's Gus, now that we know who he is. And uh, saying, at this point, these two girls were complete nobodies, but soon everyone's going to know this famous duo. <sighs> ah. And that's episode one. Yeah. So, uh, here's what we missed. Nothing. <laughs> um, I, I decided to skip these episodes because I feel like the majority of them is just them trying to figure out how to get exposure. Yeah. That's and, fair. like, yeah. So, like, once they do these two things in these episodes, like, that's what kickstarts their career. And I feel like these ones are just kind of, like, filler. Just, like, silly little excursions. Um, but these are the important things. Um, they sneak into a music hall and they perform uh, The Loneliest Girl, which is the song that they were doing in the first episode. And um, Roddy, who we know in these episodes, was there and he recorded it and like posted it. Uh, so it got really popular. And then Gus agrees to be their manager because he used to be in the music industry. He was no longer, but he was inspired by them and whatever. Um, there's a funny one where they try to make a music video and it doesn't go well. Uh, and then they do a gig at... Huh? I think that was the second season. No. Was it? The music video. Because in like episode six, we had a flashback to them shooting the music video. Oh. Yeah, it's I this one. I don't know. Because that's when they... time. That's when they destroyed... I'm getting more confused. Let's, uh, let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then they do this gig at the small venue. And um, after some convincing from Gus uh, and a funny situation we learn a little more about, they get to perform at a festival. So that's where we are now. Um, and we see the opening in this one, and I really love it. I love all of the music in this show. Yeah, it's mm. top notch. Yeah, and the style is really pretty, too. It's a little ballet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my second note is, I mean, they're gay, right? They got <laughs> Um And we do get a pretty good recap of episode five. I have never watched any of the recaps, but they do a pretty good job of it. Um And it's after their first live show, and they're really hyped, and they did a good job. Yay! And then Gus goes up, and he says, Hey, I booked you your next gig, but it's a little bigger than this one. (laughs) A little bigger than ten people. They are essentially going to perform on the main stage of Coachella. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, (laughs) uh, just eh, the natural next step. Yeah, Yeah. natural progression. Yeah. Um... So Gus actually like knows the organizer. So like, that's how the, he like found out about them. Um, 
and they talk about how it would be an audience of a hundred thousand people, and Tuesday is already nervous about it. And then Gus yeah. is like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> a ten thousand time honey. bigger crowd." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Gus is like, "Well, like your backup actually, just in case another band ends up not playing." Um, and then Roddy will be there too, working for DJ Erdogan, Erdogan, who. Uh, does not like them because they uh, caused some caused some trouble at his house while trying to get featured by him, and it didn't work out well. So he is not a fan of Carol and Tuesday. You gotcha. Um, <laughs> I needed yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're there to cover for a band called Omega. All of them are troublemakers, but especially the singer. Who in the dub (laughs) they call Yashua. 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 When I'm pretty sure I would have to watch the sub again. Don't they just like, isn't it just Joshua? It's just Joshua. It's just Josh. I really don't know why they did this. Like like some things do (laughs) J-Y translations, but even like... (laughs) <laughs> making it an H and making it Spanish. If you want to go exotic, do that, because that's like an established letter that we know has an H sound. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Josh. Um, <laughs> so we hear about him. He does some wild shit. He's he he's just like you know a rock star troublemaker, but he is also very shy, and he's infamous for canceling gigs for being too nervous and then drinking in hopes that he will not be nervous and then just being unable to perform. So and that when you spell it out like that, it seems very uh anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's that's why they get to perform. Um yay. But again, they might not actually perform and if they do, the audience that is expecting Omega will probably be probably thrilled. Be- <laughs> <laughs> You know when you go to see yeah. Guar and then Simon and Garfunkel come out? It's there. Yeah, it's no, exactly whoever organized this festival needs to be fired because this is the <laughs> wildest lineup I have ever seen. Yeah. Well, one time uh, when Prince was still uh, coming up in the world, he he opened for the Rolling Stones and he got booed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Who was there? Our dad was there. <laughs> he saw Prince get booed off the stage at the yeah. Rolling Stones concert. Damn. But like yeah, even energy. then it's like still rock, rock music at its very core. We, like we'll get yeah. into what the acts <laughs> are, but still. Yeah. <laughs> very um, diverse. So yeah, um they're worried about it, but hey, a gig is a gig. Is a gig is a gig, and this is a big one. So um Roddy is kind of like, I don't know about this guys, and they're like, please just have faith in us. <laughs> Um, and it turns out the festival is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which they didn't know about. They didn't know. (laughs) No time Um, to practice. Somehow, the, like, biggest festival (laughs) on Mars. Well, they have to take a Mars train to get there, so it's out of the city. Mm. Like Burning Man. (laughs) Um, so they're like, oh, God, gotta rehearse. Um, and then we see that night. Neither of them can sleep because they're both so anxious. And Carol goes down to Tuesday to talk about what they should play. And they're like, oh, since neither of us can sleep, we should just rehearse all night. Maybe even write like a new rock song because that's what people want. Uh, but it's the next morning and they did not rehearse at all because they fell asleep. Well, their instruments were out. Their instruments were out. 
I they, think they rehearsed. Okay. <laughs> I think it's you a, have faith in them. I think it's implied like they started to and then passed out. So like they didn't get as much rehearsal in as they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Um and then uh Jiggy <laughs> <laughs> Uh the alarm clock goes off. Uh weird owl pet AI alarm clock goes off. And uh they gotta rush out the door. And uh Carol is like, Oh my god, are we gonna have a limo? And Tuesday is like, I don't think so. And then they take a train with Gus. Train's um, fun though. Yeah, it seems nice. Um and they get to the festival and they're like seeing the lineup and they see that their favorite performer, both of their favorite performer, Crystal, is there to perform. So they're like so excited about it. They're like, oh, my God, we're breathing her air. <gasps> um, and then Gus um, <laughs> tells them to go to the dressing rooms and warns them not to run into him. Him being Erdogan. Erdogan. Um, and we see him. I mean, this moment, like. Even if, and we didn't see him in episode two or whatever it was, this encapsulates him perfectly. Mm -hmm. He's just like hyping himself up, being like, who am I? Oh yeah, I'm Erdogan. I'm the best DJ in the world. Yeah, his catchphrase is who am I? And because I watched this one subbed, I was confused for a second because he's he's talking to himself in the mirror and on his shirt it says, who am I? But it was backwards. backwards. So I was like, oh, did they translate his shirt for the uh, dub and sub? And I'm like, oh, it's it's a mirror. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so he does that. Roddy comes in and he's like, hey, it's time to go. And then he opens the door to his adoring fans. And he goes out on the main stage to perform his electronic music. <laughs> he sacks. Um. You know what? It's beeps and boops. <laughs> yeah. And bops. And bops. Um, and so we see Gus um, negotiating with the owner man about Carol and Tuesday's pay. But he's like, I don't owe you anything. I'm like doing you guys a favor right now. You should be paying me. Bang of the exposure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Joshua arrives and... Uh, he's pretty out of sorts, but his manager goes up to the owner and he's like, he's he's going to perform, even if I have to force him to. Um, but in a private moment, Gus is like, I really don't think that he'll be able to. And the owner man is like, well, I don't think Carol and Tuesday are like in any place to perform either. And we see them and they're really nervous. And Carol is like, just pretend the audience is just all potatoes. And then Tuesday <laughs> is like, I can't eat that many potatoes. Which I think attitude. is a fun little joke. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's a cute little thing, you know? <laughs> um, makes them seem like people. People love potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, that's so me. Hashtag me. Oh, so <laughs> random. Me. Um, and then Gus is like, well, now that he's here, like your chances of performing are like 50, 50. Um, and then they go out and they see Roddy. So they say hi. And then Roddy's like, get out of here. Scatter. He's nearby. <laughs> um, so they run. And then Erdogan is like, did I hear the voices of two terrible girls right now? <laughs> I think, okay. Yeah. A tangent, but you know, has to do with the show. I, my main problem with the dub is the performance of Carol and Tuesday. I think Angela's great. Like, Erdogan is pretty good. Like, I think most of it is fine. It's just them. Which is the same problem I have with Yuri on Ice. Mm. Where, like, the two leads are, like, my least favorite. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really throws me about it. 
Yeah, I feel like some performances are clearly better than others. But yeah, I feel like the casting is definitely the main issue that I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could. (laughs) I mean, like, it's especially like relevant right now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 dumb. It's really dumb that they didn't cast a black woman to play Carol. But, you know, (laughs) we're not casting directors. So Um, so they run off uh, and into a trailer into a man named Skip's trailer. And it's like dark and smoky. And like the people in there are really intimidating. Um, It's full of weed. It's full of weed. (gasps) What? What? Got those jazz Um, cigarettes. (laughs) The jazz cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So someone tells Skip it's time for him to perform. But before he leaves, he goes up to Carolyn Tuesday and he's like, hey, aren't you guys the girls from that video? And they're like kind of too scared to speak. But then he gives them like advice. Like he's like. Don't forget, like, what you're trying to do and where you're coming from, because most musicians nowadays have. And I was just like, cool. I love this guy. Yeah. I wish we got more of him. Real ass advice. In part two, I think. Not enough, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's more. Don't worry. Still not enough for my liking. More skip. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, So, and then, like, real quick, there's a shot of, like, Joshua having a breakdown I think you mean Yashua. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, excuse you. <laughs> uh, um, and then Skip, as he's going onto the stage, runs into someone, and we don't see her face, but it's Crystal. Um, and they, like, have a little banter, and he's like, hey, listen to me play, since, you know, I wrote this song for you. So it's clear that they have a past. Does that ever get brought up again? No. As far as I've seen. <laughs> I, mean, um, I mean, it's called Carol and Tuesday, not Skips and Crystal. <laughs> but I want right. to know more about Skip and Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get to see him play. And I dig it. It's like cool, psychedelic, funky, chill jams. I don't know how to describe music, but I feel like that's close. <laughs> it's jazzy. Yeah, it's like it's a jazzy. jazzy R&B sort of thing. And mm-hmm. the audience is literally still the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I love the audience shots in this show. Because they just reuse them over and over again, and I think it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, they really? have some movement for later acts, but here, no one is vibing if you look at the crowd. Yeah. Or you could say they're all vibing very much. <laughs> they're vibing too they're much. They're all just, yeah, they're <laughs> transcended. Um, Animating that many people is expensive. Yeah. Um, so... At this point, too, I think it's so funny that whenever Carol and Tuesday see other people perform, they're always, like, shocked at how talented other musicians are. I think it's just, like, I I think it's, like, a place of sweetness where they're just like, oh, my God, people are so talented. (laughs) Um, And we see Crystal Crystal listening from offstage. Um, And then we find out. Yashua, he can't perform. I think Carol- you mean Joshua. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear to God, I believe I played. Do you want my position? Um, hey, you guys, so- going out to Yashua Tree this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Carol and Tuesday are on, but they're really nervous. Tuesday especially, but they gotta go. So Carol reaches out for a bottle, gives it to Tuesday, expecting it to be some water, but it's labeled. Uh, for Hashua. For it's Joshua for Hashua only. Hashua. For Hashua only. 
So we don't know what it is. Presumably alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets really pumped up really fast. So she runs on stage. Carol chases after her. And the audience is super unhappy. <laughs> um, like as soon as they go out there, people are just like, who are you? Where's Omega? Bring us the mystery man. What's his name? <laughs> Josh? <laughs> Bring us um, Josh. Uh, but they play anyway. Uh, and as they do, the audience is throwing stuff at them, bottles and trash and such. But they push through. They keep going, which is, you know, admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, until the lights get shut off. And then, bam, Omega <laughs> takes the stage. And boy, is it hard. <laughs> loud and fast. Complete opposite of Carol and Tuesday. Yes, it's understandable why the audience would be upset. <laughs> are, are you here ready for a heavy metal show? Well, here's some singer-songwriters! <laughs> <laughs> um, so Carol and Tuesday walk off. They're pretty dejected. Carol uh, Tuesday has, has a little cry, and they hug. It's a good hug. They're gay. Um, <laughs> and then... Crystal comes up and thinks that they did great. She's like, I think it's great that you like pushed through and you didn't run. And I think this song reached people because I'm one of them. And she like gives them a hug and she goes away. Like an angel. Like an angel. <laughs> like, a, like two ships in the night. Um, two ships and... in the night that hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just scrape up against each other. God, you found my fan fiction, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard um, of cars, guess... now boats. <laughs> hey, it's the next logical step. They've also done planes. They have done planes. Um, so Gus and Roddy find them, and they're like, hey, don't feel bad. But they're just excited that Crystal talked to them and hugged them. Um, so they're listening. They're at the main stage waiting for Crystal to perform. And Carol tells Tuesday that one day they will come back to the festival and perform and be good, you know. <laughs> be, and then they watch expected. Crystal perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then they watch Crystal perform. And this song's really good, too. She's like very Beyonce. It's a good song. I, I, I'll say the music's good for this song. Crystal sings one verse and then just says Unbreakable like 40 more times. So yeah. like fair. It's a, uh, a pop song. <laughs> yeah, but like there's other words in the English language you could use. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's episode six. So yeah, uh we pick up in episode seven. They're uh strategizing their next move. Uh they uh, they're like, okay, uh, so what we're gonna do, since you're talented musicians, we're gonna enroll you in the local scene. You're gonna play shows at uh, an appropriate level for the size of your band. You're gonna, uh, regiment and, uh, practice and network. And just kidding, we're gonna do an American Idol plotline. Yep. Yay! You remember that show from 20 years ago? Uh, we're doing an American Idol plotline. <laughs> I. It's still on. I wrote down, I think the most dystopian thing about this future is that American Idol still exists. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's like hundreds Mars of brightest. years. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's called me. Mars Brightest. And, like, even if they modernized it to be like, uh, like uh, America's Got Talent, you know, any shows that are popular now, like, that could have worked. <laughs> but they're like, no, we're going for the American Idol analogy. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Um, so they're like, okay, we're expecting about 200,000 applicants and they're going to pick eight. So naturally this is the best option for us to get you exposure. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's how you get famous. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, so, uh, uh, they 
get their festival appearance fee of like $900 each. And Gus is like, I'll just hold on to that. Don't you worry your pretty little heads about it. Uh, and <laughs> so they, uh, uh, we go into the, uh, high tech meeting for Tao and Angela and her mom. And they're talking about how they are also going to enter the contest. Uh, because they know that there's a very slim chance that a ex-child star is gonna be able to launch their music career because it, it's been done, it rarely works, blah blah blah. But they're like, if she actually earns it, if she proves it and beats other people, of course we're gonna bypass her to the next round because we don't want her losing <laughs> to a bunch of randos. That'd be embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have to audition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're just gonna enter you in this and, uh, oh, you just happen to be one of the eight. Perfect. Um, so, uh, we go and see the audition process. Uh, it's American Idol, so we just get a bunch of weirdos prepping and singing and everyone with their gimmicks and themes and all <laughs> that. They're very fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> I like the big guy that just... Uh, Yodels? Does he yodel? Ish. Sounded like he was just crying for a very long period of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love him. Yeah. Uh, a, and we do see a Martian. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a Vetus cameo. <laughs> uh, so, like, they... It's a real person. They're yeah. there. They're nervous. Uh, an Instagram star, his name is Piotr. Piotr! Mm -hmm. Which... <laughs> You can tell this is a great dub because this is a real ass name. Uh, it's pronounced Piot, but they went with the phonetic <laughs> pronunciation of Piotr. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. That's incredible. I was too hung up with Yashua. Like, <laughs> still thinking about Yashua. Like, there's a well-known voice actor who I know for a fact the studio has on the roster uh, named oh. Piot Michael. So it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> Holy shit. So it's like, mm, no one did, no one did any homework. Someone saw that written down or the Japanese version had it the same. And they're like, uh, why we changed a bunch of stuff. Let's stop here. They, they do. They do say <laughs> that in the Japanese, but yeah, if they're going to change shit in the English dub, why not change this? Yeah. I literally, like, I know how it's pronounced, but I went, I just Googled. Piot pronunciation. So many things came up to correct it, and no one investigated. So, wow. good job. Good job. Good job um, all around. Um, I think it's because I grew up with X-Men so much that I was just like, oh, yeah, Peter, uh, Peter, like Peter Rasputin, Colossus from X-Men. No problem. Moving on. Like, <laughs> didn't even face me. <laughs> it's been mispronounced so long. Uh, I, but, I just went with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they're... Uh, uh, he comes up and talks, and they're worried because they're like, oh, all these people already have fan bases and gimmicks that we don't have. Tuesday is super nervous about being on TV because, you know, she's uh, kind of wanted by her family. Um, so uh, uh, Gus grabs someone's sunglasses and throws them on her, and she's like, ah, perfect. So we go in and see the uh, very refreshing, very not overdone in the last 17 years, uh, uh, bad American Idol compilation of just all the I weird love it every time. auditions. <laughs> like, it's it's fun, but like, we've been doing this for 20 years. Can we, can we parody any other competition show? Well, no. My question is, because I don't watch fucking any of these shows. 
would would any of the other shows be different? Like are the actual other talent shows any other different than just X number of judges? Like like they do the American Idol format here of we're going into like a small room where you're one on one with the judges, but like America's got talent, like the X factor and stuff. You're in front of like a whole live audience. So you also have their reactions as well. But isn't that the ones that won the like, you know, local competition to get up in front of the audience? Those aren't just random Joe's off the street. No, going in front of the well, I mean, random Joes Only off American the street Idol. don't go into American Idol either. <laughs> they they vet that. That's heavily edited. <laughs> well, so, I mean, isn't America Got Talent? Isn't that vetted as well? I, like I said, I don't watch any of these, so I don't know. Well, the the auditions are held in front of audiences. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the, yeah, they're all vetted, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, like every audition is not every audition. I'm sorry, I misspoke. But yeah, on those shows. Every they audition are. you see on the show, uh, they first went to a producer and went, uh, you're either actually talented or uh, fucking weird enough that we can get some entertainment out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they uh, we see a bunch of th- things that the judges are like, ah, oh, fuck this. Um, but uh, once uh, Carol and Tuesday get in the room, uh, they're like, all right, what's your names? And Tuesday, of course, goes, uh, my name's Monday. I'm not a runaway on live TV. <laughs> and they're like, but, uh, it, your, your form says Tuesday. And she's like, sometimes I'm Wednesday. I'm just quirky like that. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Carol gives her whole backstory of, uh, being a refugee from Earth who was abandoned at a church, um, and all that stuff. We cut away to Angela talking with her mom in the car. Uh, her mom vaguely mentioned something about the incident where she, I guess, like had a freak out or something. Is, is this something we've missed in our episode skip or was, is this never shown? No, we, it, it's touched on more later, but it, yeah. it's not what well, we didn't skip it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, cause I needed to investigate because, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, um, uh, basically she's like, Hey, you can stay at the house. Like my medication made me freak out or something along those lines. And Angela's like, Nope, I'll still stay on my own. And then Angela's thinking about her old bedroom is like, uh, nothing's changed, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, we see that, uh, her in a picture in her, uh, childhood bedroom that, uh, her mom is trans. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I needed to see if we had context on the freak out because, well, uh, I don't know if I'm speaking too early cause I don't know what's up, but like, mm, talking about a medical freak out that made her not want to live there anymore. Uh, and then immediately saying, Oh, yep. She's trans. Mm, that's not great. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to get it, I get a strong feeling you're not going to continue this. I will. Um, so, yeah, yeah. What's up? Well, but it's... I is it in part two? Oh, yeah. I, I think so. I haven't finished part two yet. Okay. So, so like, yeah, I, I don't want to. We'll oh, gotcha. Then. So, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll leave it there for now. But is it? Whatever. But yeah. with the context I have, it uh, felt distasteful. <laughs> so, um, especially mm. when uh, the dub just has a straight up cis dude, no affectation, no uh, voice change thing going on it 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 doesn't feel great um the the sub is better yeah i which is why i wish i watched it that way um (laughs) but yeah so uh the gang all meets up after their audition uh 
everyone's like, yeah, we're so excited. We're, we're definitely going to win, blah, blah, blah. But Tuesday feels sad and distant and she's not enjoying it as much. Uh, and then we see a montage of them going about their days later on. And Tuesday is still sad and we just get sad Tuesday, uh, uh, <laughs> montage. Um, so, uh, I have a sad Tuesday every week. Nope. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, so they, uh, meet up, uh, at, uh, along the water. They sit on a bench. Carol finally tracks her down. It's like, Hey, what's, what's going on? And, uh, Tuesday's like, well, I feel so selfish and shitty because I've made everything about me when I've, like, I, I'm running away from my family and their secrets and I feel bad because you're so open and I want to be like you and, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, I f- I feel bad <laughs> that I'm so self-centered. Um, and then they uh, share more background stuff. Uh, Tuesday's parents divorced when she was young, and she hasn't seen her dad since. Uh, mom's a politician. Brother goes to Harvard, and she's the sort of second child, less impressive because she didn't want to go to school and wanted to do music. So um, the family disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Uh, so yeah. Well, there's two of us in this room, so neither of us can argue. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, to cheer up, Carol uh, practices with her like their victory interview when they get the win for the audition. Um, they're like, "Hey, let's let's make up a, a cool secret handshake," and they fumble with it, and a stranger just walks up and is like, "Oh, fuck you! Get, here's here's a real secret handshake, you <laughs> idiots." This was probably the most outlandish scene in the whole series. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I literally, also- I wrote it down as Stranger Mansplained Secret Handshake. Because <laughs> he's also <laughs> in one of the episodes we skipped there at a laundromat, and they come up with a song in the laundromat, and he's in there too, like slapping on like the to- stool he's on, like giving them like a percussion beat to it. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> he's everywhere. He's a busker. Hmm. He's gonna get a spin-off series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they go back to their apartment, Gus is there and is like, alright, good news, bad news, uh, bad news, uh, you gotta start working again because I bet all your money at the dog races, and also, uh, Roddy runs in and is like, hey, you got the audition, that's the good news, (laughs) I, I swiped it at the last second, um, (laughs) so they're all happy, they're, uh, uh, the news crews are at the door and, uh, they want to go talk to him. Uh, Gus hands Tuesday the sunglasses and she's like, no, if my mom's going to find out, this is how she's going to find out. So, uh, I'll, I'll just roll with it. And then the, uh, that's, that's basically where we end. I'll say, yeah. when Gus took those sunglasses from that guy at the Mars Brightest competition, he said, I'll give these right back. And then we see him like <laughs> a week later still with them. Dick move, Gus. Liar. Dick move. Well, he also said he'd keep their money safe, yeah. so. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Gus is a liar. I'm starting good to point. believe his word means nothing. <laughs> huh. But yeah, but that, yeah. That, that's where we're at. So, yeah. are we very... <laughs> <laughs> we ask reluctantly. <laughs> not, not really on this I one. I ask as I, I put my hands up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like... Part of my problem going into it, uh, I was like, okay, this is street performer busking anime and was expecting something more along the scope of like given 
where it's like, hey, we're going to start a band, we're going to take over the local scene, and that. And then the, the their second show is Coachella. I'm like, uh, I, th- I thought we were going to see, like, a small band start to form and all that stuff. And and we did skip the episodes where there were those elements, uh, mm-hmm. but I feel like I this is not the show I thought I was going into, which is part of mm. why I was thrown. But I, like, intellectually know that this is so beautifully animated. The music is very good. Um, all, like, it's a very well-made show. It just didn't quite work for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, on top of the elements of it's on Mars, which plays a factor in that they say Mars a couple times. But any <laughs> other time it could just be kind of Future City. Like, I feel like they yeah. could have done cooler stuff with that and utilized it uh, better. But they're like, nope, this is Mars. That's that's exotic enough. We stand out, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, and I can say the only real tie-in between this and Cowboy Bebop, besides the director that made it and, like, the crew, is uh, the currency they have is Oolongs or Wulongs. Oh. And that's the same in Cowboy Bebop. So, like, oh, yeah, gotcha. there's not so even the much. the same world? It's yeah. supposed to be, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, yeah. Uh, beyond that it's but it's also similar where it's like that could have just been mars dollars like it didn't need to be that but it's just one mars bucks, mars yeah. bucks. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where it's like this didn't really pay off but it does like a little uh, hand wavy sort of stuff well but I, I think yeah. i think in part two when they do the political stuff them being on mars is like a little more important but it's, it's still you know it's political stuff like few hundred years in the future that was very uh prevalent when it was made so in america so it was like uh, I don't know if it needed, like, to Dugan's point, I don't know if it needed to be Mars. It could have just been any major city. Yeah. yeah it could be New New York. <laughs> yeah. <fine>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, mm. but yeah. Um, and, well. And also just with, like, the whole casting stuff, because that is, uh, like, the main thing I knew about it going in. I, like, looked up the cast. I couldn't find any, like, complete cast lists or anything. But, like. Yeah, that was kind of broken up. Yeah. Because, I don't know, for dubs, it's hard to, I don't know why it's so much harder to get, like, the cast list released and stuff and just categorize on, like, IMDB or behind the voice actors and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. But in a show with a black woman as a lead, the only black actor that is in the show is in the show. Well, there are multiple black actors in the show, but the highest bill uh, black actor is in four episodes, which is not good. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it that a black actress could have played the lead of the show, like that's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. they decided not to go that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's like isn't it the thing they got a uh black woman to do the singing voice but not the speaking yes. voice? Yes. Yeah, so it's Yeah. Well, this yeah, this the singing voice is the same in both the sub and dub. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, but like still, it's like I should um, just had her do the speaking voice. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, if she's an actress. Yeah, or find all the other black actresses that are doing voice acting and dubbing and stuff. And it's like you, you, you know, maybe maybe huh? you didn't try. You didn't even try. But yeah, and like 
the few black voice actors in it are in like smaller parts. One is the credit was just gangbanger. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Oh, no. It's like, oh, are you serious? God. And, and this is a voice actor you can hear in major roles in like, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and stuff. And it's like, can, can you put a little thought into this, please? Can we please? Yeah. I, yeah, that's ugly. Wow. Yeah. I'll also say... Watch the subs. The subs. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, If you're going to watch it, watch the subs. But, uh, yeah. I'll also say there is, um, without spoiling it for uh, everyone here, um, in the second half or season two, um, there is another uh, marginalized character, a character of a marginalized group. And I believe it's the same thing. I think it is just a random uh, voice actor who isn't part of that group. Um, And, yeah, just a quick look on... uh, online for carol on tuesday about like these characters and stuff it's just like yeah all the stuff that comes up is like hey this representation is not good and does not help anyone yeah i mean you look at you look at this show and the cast this was an opportunity to have an extremely diverse cast yeah Yeah. like even angela she's not she's not not sure exactly what her race is supposed to be Mm -hmm. but Still, like, you cast you cast a bunch of white women as your leads. Come on. Yeah, the only like black characters are if it kind of depends on their characterizations being black for them to put a black actor in that role. And it's like that's not good when you're like, oh yeah, this no. is a regular person, so that means they're a white actor. And it's like that that's fucking Yucky. shitty. Can you not? Yeah. 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 It really is a shame yeah. that it's like. It's like the first thing I noticed when I turned on the dub was that she wasn't black. And I was like, oh, no. this. <laughs> this just doesn't seem right. And the way uh, I yeah. won't I won't criticize her performance because I feel like that's going too far. But um, yeah, it, it really is such a shame because I do really like this show. And like, I will say, too, that I actually wanted the whole show to be like the second half. So from this point on is what I love. Like the first, the first six episodes are good and they're fun and stuff. And it is like the kind of busking stuff, Mm -hmm. but I knew about the Mars brightest competition. So like, this is what I was waiting for and I knew it. So I think, yeah, I think that is part of the issue with your, your perception of it. But if you don't keep watching it, you should find a playlist and listen to the rest of the music, dude. Yeah. Because it is all very good. Yeah, because the music Two is good like, albums. <laughs> stellar. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even hear my favorite song. <laughs> but I couldn't, I, could, I wasn't going to skip ahead that far because we didn't even, we need context. Didn't even get to hear Zeno Robinson in his role. Nah, he's in part two, yeah. so... All, all two I, episodes. That is the only thing. Be. The only other thing I'll watch dubbed is, like, his scenes, so I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta support our man Zeno. No. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well... Happy birthday, Tate! <laughs> My favorite anime by default. <laughs> it's ruined. But I also really like it. <laughs> it is good. It's ruined. Ruined. <laughs> oh. I hate it now. <laughs> Tainted. He'll never watch anime. That's it. That's never watch goal. anime again. Dude, <laughs> slowly turning everyone off of anime show by show. <laughs> Brendan, you I shut know. up right now. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know the it. work I'm doing here. I Da Vinci Code this <laughs> wide open. If I-, I was sent from the future, <laughs> you don't know what anime turns this world into. <laughs> If I'm going to be attacked for all the anime that I like, I'm never watching it again. <laughs> Boy. I just Woof. won't go on the internet. Yeah. That's just life advice. Well, all right. 
<laughs> yeah. Those of us who liked Carol and Tuesday, we had a great time this week. <laughs> yeah. I got to watch Carol and Tuesday again. <laughs> I had fun. Um, I will, I will say for um, Angela's mom, the character, without spoiling anything, they do give an explanation of what's going on. Um, it might not be a good explanation, but they do give one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to investigate I think, that because with. Yeah. The, I think what Dugan wants to know is if it is an issue of her being trans. Yeah. Because if they're like. Not exactly. Yeah. yeah. So a little icky. Little icky. But. Because <laughs> like. It, maybe they tried. Who knows? It's kind of undeniable how they phrased it in Betrayed this scene it, yeah. of. I freaked out. It was my medication. I'm sorry. Then they reveal she's trans. And it's like, did, are, are you it's trying to the, say estrogen makes you have violent outbursts or something? What? What? Are, um, is that? Well, I might I might not have been paying attention during the dub, but in the sub, they do not say that she's trans. I don't think they ever say it, but it's very it's very obvious, like painted that way. And um, yeah, it's yeah. Whoa. The first time what was that? The first time I watched this, Sorry. It, that didn't stick out to me. But now watching a second time and you pointing out again, it's like, oh yeah, they could have easily separated those two, if not scenes, just dialogue like lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're, they're not in, related to each they're other. They're not. So I think like, their intention yeah. is different than what they are saying. Yeah. yeah. So with that character, yeah. So it is fair. Unfortunate. So. Yes, well, <laughs> I I can uh, talk all day about this shit. So let's wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, yeah. fair. Yeah. It's an explanation, not an excuse. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've... next week <laughs> I can't speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> next week we're watching something that's very colorful and pretty and fun. I hope I don't know anymore. I think someone's <laughs> going to be mad. Yeah, but. Uh, so, um, we all, everyone, the universe needs just a, a fucking break, and we all just need something so inoffensive, so colorful, so fun, so gentle, that it will just heal the world and have no controversy whatsoever, but now that I just said that, we're cursed, because we're watching Hamtaro! Ooh! Oh my god! <laughs> I was I was gonna say Ponyo, but oh. hey, we don't do Miyazaki here. That's not anime. <laughs> That's true. We, keep, we can't afford that. <laughs> People roll up and kill us if we say that. You think we have HBO Max? We don't got that money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, just a bunch of hamsters being cute. If something is problematic in this fucking show, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> I can't like. I think when did it come out? I did watch the 90s, it. so I'm scared. I guarantee. I did watch it as a kid, but I can't the guarantee there isn't. I can't the guarantee. Are homophobic. <laughs> or something. They're color coded. There's <laughs> like the Power Rangers. Like I can't. I can't. I genuinely can't guarantee there isn't something problematic in Hamtaro. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll find out next week. So, if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us through our email, yet at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, yet on both. You can find me at Mr. Patrick Dugan on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. I don't know if you want to give out your Twitter, Tate. I'll give out my Twitter. It's at Tate Hollander. H-O-L-L-A-N-D-E-R. And I don't remember my Twitter, uh, my Instagram, so... Uh, 
I only post Lego pictures. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, ABTS Brendan. That stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I record in uh, about half an hour. Sweet. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Watch this show. I'm sorry if you felt discouraged, but if you don't want to watch it, just listen to Move Mountains. Listen to the whole album. Listen to the whole album.